0: Welcome to the Oakland Age UK podcast. I'm your host Matt Smith and we're coming to you on the 24th of February 2020. Oh yes, spring training has begun and isn't it exciting? Okay the games normally aren't that exciting but the A's are back out on the field and that's all that matters. Today's podcast brings together some of the best bits from Sunday's live stream as well as some unique content such as our regular feature of Bring Your A's game. We'll start with some highlights from the live stream from Sunday. So when I refer to yesterday, I'm meeting Saturday just to confuse you all. We looked back at the first game on Saturday against the Cubs, the a's first spring training game of 2020 and looked ahead to the games taking place on Sunday. Days, UK. So we're going to start by having a look at the first spring training game of the season for the A's, and that took place yesterday. So the A's started their spring training campaign, their Cactus League action against the Cubs, and it was a bit frustrating from our point of view as A's fans here in the UK, because it was originally scheduled to be a day game, so I think it was scheduled to start about five past eight p.m. here in the UK, but because of rain around the Arizona area at lunchtime and early afternoon, they made the wise decision, you have to say, in deciding to act early and put the uh, first pitch time back a bit to the evening or early evening in Arizona. So I think it started about one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning our time. So I'll be honest, didn't follow the game live and. Part of the frustration there was that it is one of the few A's games in spring training that are on TV this this spring. So one of the few games that are available to watch on MLB TV. So we had to give that a miss. But it was good for the A's to at least get some um, action in. They got a full gaming and although it didn't go the A's way, they lost, uh, what was it, 12 to 2 against the Cubs. And didn't have some of the regulars out there on the road trip. It was still... A good a good start, good to get things going for the A's at the very least. So let's have a look at what happened in the game. So as I mentioned, it was a 12-2 loss to the Cubs. An early reminder that results really don't matter at this time of the season. The main news was A.J. Puck. So Puck started. You may have seen my video, my little um, take on Jumpin' Jack Flash, the Rolling Stone song. I've got a A.J. Puck's Flash song for A.J. Puck this year. And he pitched the first inning, looked very good. Most importantly, used all four of his pitches. So when he came back from his injury last year, he was mainly using fastball slider out of the bullpen. And particularly the changeup is a really important pitch for AJ Puck. So really good to see he was using his fastball, his slider, his changeup, and also his curveball too. So if he's got all four of those working, then he's going to be causing a lot of problems to hitters. So, yeah, struck out Chris Bryant with a lovely slider. And generally looks pretty sharp for a first spring training outing in uh, in the Cactus League this year. Looks pretty sharp in his one inning. And the starting pitchers will build up. The amount of innings they'll pitch as the, um, I was going to say the month goes on, but we'll be into March soon enough. But as March goes on, the starting pitchers will go up to kind of two innings, three innings, four innings also, just to build up their arm strength as we go along. Lou Trevino didn't have such a good day of it, it has to be said. Um pushed one in and got hit for three runs, including a home run by Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras. But by and large he seemed not to be too by it, felt that the ball was coming out of his hand pretty well, but um yeah, didn't think didn't think it was too bad and the results didn't really match the way he pitched. It was on the road, so I mentioned earlier. There weren't too many of our regulars out there in the lineup. Uh Jorge Mateo was at shortstop, Franklin Barreto was at second base, Sheldon Noisy was at third, Seth Brown at first base, Jonah Heim was behind the plate. So people like Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Marcus Samian weren't in action yesterday, but they are today. Days you came. The main thing that has been um I guess the most impactful thing for A's fans in the Oakland area has been the news that the A's will not have any uh, dedicated radio coverage for the Oakland area in 2020. It's been a long ongoing issue in terms of the radio coverage for A's games. A lot of people not very happy with the coverage out there. Last season, the A's decided to go all in with TuneIn and start the A's cast service whereby you could listen to A's um, a's radio coverage if you were in the oakland area via the tune in app and there was also lots of bespoke content throughout the days leading up to games and after games by chris townsend townie and a lot of loads were available as podcasts so that was really good to be able to listen to for people like us in the uk where we don't have access to tune in a's cast normally but we could listen to the podcasts um, Dave Caval, A's president, did say that they are looking at making more of the content available live so as part of MLB TV. So we'll, fingers crossed on that. Hopefully that comes to pass. But yes, so if you want to listen to AIDS radio coverage, you're going to have to have the TuneIn app, which is free. Apparently, if you're in the Oakland area, you'll be able to listen to it for free in terms of the app. But of course, there could be Wi-Fi, data usage, charges and all of that. So... It's not gone down particularly well with Fanbase because it's a genuine question as to their being how well the service will work. There still are lots of people who don't really use streaming a lot, don't have the fanciest phones and all of that sort of thing, particularly older generation. So it is a concern. You would have to say for a team like the O's, you want to get out there to as many people as possible. And not having radio coverage in a large part of the area. There is some radio coverage across California, different parts of California, but not in the main Oakland area. So it does have the potential to put people off. And I know Vince Cotronio, after the game yesterday, the spring training game against the Cubs, whilst was asking on Twitter for feedback how easy people found it to find the app, to log into the app how the service was in terms of whether there was a delay what was the sound quality like and all that sort of stuff so we will see and it's an interesting development you can look at it in a positive way in terms of the A's being at the forefront of these things but it does seem a shame for there not to be good radio coverage for the A's too you would like both of them to be there to cover all bases so we'll see how that pans out Looking at some of the newspapers, we have some great coverage, of course, of the A's and no one better than Susan Slusser. I don't think there's anyone better across all of the major league teams than Susan Slusser. The A's beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. Looking at some recent stuff from Susan, the Chronicle on Friday. Uh, Susan had a feature with Sean Mania. It's also available on her A's Plus podcast, so that's well worth a listen He spoke about dealing with the wildcard loss from last year against the Rays and also what has changed about his off-season workout routine. So um, according to Susan, this is quite, it's focused less, less on weightlifting, in favour of devoting more time to mobility and agility training. So apparently he's going for a gold glove, Sean Maniah But he looked really good when he came back from injury last season. It's a shame how the wildcard game went because up to that point, I think it was about five starts or so, it looked really good. So hopefully he can get back on track and push that wildcard defeat to one side. In Saturday, San Francisco Chronicle, Susan Thosser was looking at the shortstop prospects in the A's system. Most notably, Nick Allen and the 2019 first round draft pick, who was Logan Davidson. Fun thing about that is that it included some quotes from Bobby Crosby. So you'll remember Bobby Crosby as the 2004 American League Rookie of the Year. Had that great rookie season and never really pushed on from that. So it was kind of seen as a bit of a disappointment in some ways. But he is back in the A's organisation. And this year he will be managing the Class A Stockton Ports. So that will be good to see. It's nice to have those former A's players in and around the team. And, um, yeah, coming through the minors. So good for Bobby in and, and an interesting article, him talking about how good, particularly Nick Allen, who's well-known around the majors, has been one of the best uh, defensive players in the minors already. Um, so he's an exciting prospect Was slowed down I think it was an ankle sprain or something like that which meant he missed part of the season last year but sounds very promising defensively and Logan Davidson has already been showing off his first, first round skill set so good to see those young players coming through and learning from people like Marcus Samian during spring meanwhile on Sunday today in the Mercury News Shayna Rubin was looking at the spring opener against the Cubs. So quite a bit of coverage on that. She also focused on the battle at second base in terms of the different players who are competing for that roster spot. And also the fact that the A's have got 12 outfielders in camp and picked up on Dustin Fowler, for example. And he's someone who I think the A's slightly have soured on. Um, took a real step back, didn't come through in 2018, didn't really do a lot last year. He was OK in Vegas and a lot of people hit well in Vegas last year just because of the, the climate and the, the rabbit bull, as they like to call it, was jumping all over the place. But does he have a future with the A's? Interested article from Shana Rubin there in the Mercury News, a so well worth a look if you can get a hold of it. you have a little bit of A's news, which is really exciting in some ways is that on the 14th of April, the A's are going to have an Australian Heritage Night, which is very appropriate considering Liam Hendricks is our closer. And we've had some good Aussies in the past too, not least Grant Balfour being a great one to think about. And if you've been following us on Twitter, which of course you should be, at UK, you would have seen our new flag which is an Aussie, 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 Liam Hendricks flag that we will be donating to the right field crew for them to wave around like maniacs as they do and as we do. So, yes, tying in nicely an Australian heritage tonight for the Aves this year. Bring your Aves game. We're delving into the history books for this one, looking back at the first ever regular season game played by the Oakland A's. And if you don't know the A's franchise history, it dates back to 1901 and the Philadelphia A's. Now they played in Philly until the end of the 1954 season, winning five World Series along the way, and then moved to Kansas City and played there from 1955 to 1967. So in 1968 the A's moved to Oakland and they got a season underway in Baltimore with a single game against the Orioles. The life of the Oakland Days actually started off on something of a somber note because the game was supposed to be played on April 9th but it was postponed by a day due to that being the day of Martin Luther King Jr.'s funeral. So it actually took place on April 10th in the afternoon in Baltimore in front of about 22,000 fans. The A's starting lineup included Burt Campaneris, Reggie Jackson, Sal Bando, Ramon Webster, John Donaldson, Jim Pagliaroni, Jim Koska, Rick Monday, and on the mound for the A's was good old Catfish Hunter. The Orioles had some big names in their lineup, the Orioles had won the World Series a couple of years earlier, they had Brooks Robinson, Frank Robinson, the original Boog Pal, Davy Johnson and more. The starting pitcher for the day was righty Tom Phoebus and it was Bob Kennedy at helm for the A's, Hank Bauer managing the Orioles. Bauer had managed the Kansas City A's across part of 1961 and in 1962. It was a losing start for the Oakland A's unfortunately as they lost the game 3-1. Catfish gave up a run in both the bottom of the 1st and bottom of the 4th innings whilst Phoebus kept the A's bats in check. Oakland were able to get a run on the board finally, courtesy of a leadoff home run in the 8th by, of course, who else, Reggie Jackson. So an interesting side note actually from that inning because two batters later, Phoebus was out of the game and they brought in a left-handed pitcher called John O'Donoghue to face lefty John Donaldson. They got the ground out there, they then brought in Mo Drabowski to get Pagliaroni on a call strike three to end the inning. So there they were, bringing in John O'Donoghue as a loogie, as a lefty one-out guy, right back in 1968. Something that you can't do this season, of course, because they've changed the rules. The comeback for the A's, unfortunately, would fall short, with Brooks Robinson hitting a solo shot in the bottom of the eighth inning to get the two-run cushion back, and that's how it ended 3-1 to Baltimore. Robinson hit that home run off A's Ed Sprague. I think it's Sprague, other than that, or Sprague. What I do know is that his son, Ed Sprague, Jr, played in 11 MLB seasons between 1991 and 2001, and that included 27 games for the A's in 1998, coincidentally the year I became an A's man. Can't say I remember him though. Hank Bauer would be replaced by Earl Weaver as the Orioles manager later that season, and would go on to manage the team over 17 seasons. Hank Bauer Lane came across to manage the A's for a single season in 1969, being replaced by John McNamara for the last 13 games. The Oakland A's finished their first season 82-80. They finished 6th overall in the American League. It was a final year in which MLB was simply split into a 10-team American League and a 10-team National League. The following year, 1969, they moved to East and West divisions in the two leagues with six teams in each. So there we go, lap is. I'll bring your A's game for today. The A's first ever game as the Oakland A's. It came on the 10th of April 1968, unfortunately, a 3-1 loss against the Orioles. The The great thing about spring training is that most of the games, pretty much all of them are played kind of midday Arizona time or midday Florida time. So they're good times for us to watch or listen to here in the UK. And that's going to be the case for the A's this week. So we've got the two split squad games today against the Giants and Diamondbacks. And then heading into the week on Monday, we are home to Milwaukee. On the Monday, I think it's 8.05. I think they're all at 8.05 apart from Tuesday. So 8.05 UK time on Monday against Milwaukee. Tuesday, we've got the Padres and that's at 8.10. So 10 minutes past midday, Oakland time. Wednesday, it's Arizona again at 8.05 UK time. Thursday is Colorado, 8.05. Friday is Cincinnati at 8.05. And then we get to the weekend. And the weekend's pretty exciting, I have to say. Because we've got split squad game on Saturday, split squad game on Sunday. So that's four games there for the A's. And two of them are special games. So Cleveland on Saturday, we play them split squad in both games. But one of those games is going to be played in Las Vegas. So the Las Vegas Aviators, who are the AAA team for the A's, have a wonderful new ballpark that opened last season. And the A's and Cleveland Indians are playing two games there this weekend. And the one on Saturday is going to be broadcast on TV. It's on NBC Sports California. So we'll be able to watch that. If you're in the Oakland area, obviously you can watch it on NBC. Uh, If you're here in the UK, we'll be able to watch it on MLB TV. And that game on Saturday. So the one in Arizona is an 8.05 start for UK fans. So five minutes past midday in Oakland. The Vegas one is an hour later. So it's a 9.05 p.m. start on Saturday for Russ and 1.05 p.m. start for Oakland. So that would be great to see that stadium. It looks a lovely ballpark. So that would be a lot of fun watching the games there. And then they do it again on the Sunday. So again, same time, A's against Cleveland in Las Vegas. And the other half of the A's squad will be playing Kansas City Royals on a Sunday at 8.05 UK time. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of our A's UK podcast. As I mentioned, we'll be doing our next YouTube live stream on Saturday the 29th, probably about half past eight in the evening UK time. So take a listen to that before the A's play the Cleveland Indians in Las Vegas. Don't forget to subscribe to the ASUK UK podcast wherever you find it, on Apple, on TuneIn, on Spotify, or wherever else you take your podcasts from. And of course, subscribe to Oakland AUK UK on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm Matt Smith. Thanks a lot for listening. Yeah, we're the Oakland a-